0: Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two.
1: Hi, I'm Paula, missionary in Puerto Rico. Paula, I'm Cindy, missionary to Mexico for the last 30 years.
0: And we're so glad you listening friends are coming along with us each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. We're quickly approaching Mother's Day, and in the next couple of episodes, you, our listeners, will have the opportunity to hear amazing stories of how moms have influenced their families. Previously, in Episode 12, we interviewed Amy, who shared with us about some tough choices that were presented in her path of life, and yet she made right choices, which made a huge impact on the lives of her children. I'm super excited for today's episode, as we are joined by Amy's son, Austin, who has been on an incredible journey in his short time on Earth. How are you doing today, Austin?
2: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, it's really a privilege to have you on our show today. So can you tell us a little about yourself?
2: Sure. Um, I'm homeschooled. I've been homeschooled since I was a little kid. I'm 17 years old. I have a job at Target, and um, I love studying theology.
3: So studying theology, how did you come to get to know the Lord as your Savior?
2: From a super early age, I always went to church, and my parents, they would always tell me to read the Bible, and they would always tell me about God. They told me that Jesus died for my sins, that I needed to trust in God as my Savior to be saved. So I was saved when I was super young, probably like as soon as I remember, like I remember trusting in God. Uh, and yeah, like thanks to my parents for that. Cause they really put it on me that I need God. So shout out to them. Very good.
1: Um, so yeah, Austin, so what are some things that you liked, some interests that you have and some passions you have?
2: I like playing sports. I mean, I obviously like theology, like I told you guys. I'm interested in business, like investing my money and stuff. And, you know, I I love the Bible. I just like doing fun things. So what are the sports that you like? I like soccer a lot. Like that's probably my favorite. Okay. Probably because I'm the best at it. I mean, the best (laughs) out of all the other sports.
1: How did you get involved in investments?
2: So I learned about investing for my dad because I always knew that he invested some of his money. And I was mainly just saving my money, just having it like because I knew that I needed to save my money. I'm not going to spend my money on like a bunch of material items. I'm going to save it. But I wanted to invest some of my money so that instead of my money just sitting there, my money could actually grow. So that's how I started to get into investing because I wanted to grow my money and not just have it sit there and lose value because of inflation.
0: That's very wise. Your parents, uh, yeah, they've given you some wise guidance there. And we all like our money growing, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, we all do.
0: Because it does grow on trees, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Um, I do one in, in what country, but yeah, sure. <laughs> so um, you mentioned your dad being one of your mentors. Have you had other mentors in your life, um,
2: positive or negative? My main mentors have been my parents, like my mom and my dad. They've always given me advice on like what to do with my money. They told me to save it. My mom, like she always tells me work hard. Like they've both been really good mentors. I haven't really had negative mentors. I've been super lucky. Like my parents have always been like on me, like you need to do this. You need to do that. So they've been great mentors. They've always told me work hard. So, yeah, they've been great. But the way you're
1: saying that isn't that that they are bossy to you, that they are you, you, and you are blessed to have their encouragement or their motivation or, you know, that because you're not saying that they are pushing you and that they are, you know, your tone of voice is so very encouraged by your parents' encouragement to you. You know, because sometimes the wording that one says Wow, his parents are really mean. They keep pushing him so much to work hard, and they don't
2: let him spend his money. But that's not what you're saying at all. No, I love him for it because I'm glad because I know other people will spend their money and they'll waste it. So I know I know it's good that my parents are like telling me I need to save my money because I know other people's parents, their parents don't tell them that. So I'm grateful.
0: Well, Austin, it really shows that you um, are grateful for your parents and their guidance in your life. You recently had an amazing business deal take place. So what would you like to share about that?
2: So uh, about a year ago, not about a year ago, actually, back in like 2019 of June, that's around when I started it. I had this idea because my friends were asking me questions about the Bible. And I thought that it'd be cool to start a social media page where I could kind of answer their questions, and maybe I can answer other people's questions about the Bible and about theology. So I started a social media page, and I had a logo made. Someone made a logo for me for free, actually, and that was awesome. I started to make content on the social media, and I would post quotes from different pastors, and I would share sermons from pastors that I liked, that I believe were solid and that my friends could listen to and they wouldn't be led astray by. And once I did that, the social media pages started to grow. I started to get quite a bit of followers. So I actually started a website. And on the website, I would post sermons from different pastors every day. I had to post sermons from like Puritans and old pastors because all of the content today from the current pastors are copyrighted. Oh. So it was mainly old pastors. Sweet. Yeah, so anyway, when I did that, um I started to gain followers on the social media and the website started to actually become pretty popular, like it was attracting a lot of attention. And I did partnerships with different brands. Like different Bible companies partnered with me because they wanted, hey, uh, when you tell people about our Bible and Ooh. we'll give you a Bible so you can review it. So that actually worked out pretty well for me. I got free Bibles. Ooh. And then someone contacted me to actually buy my brand because I had my own logo and I made my own content. So everything was original. So he offered to actually buy my theology brand. And when he emailed me, I said, if you want to buy it, It'll be 15000 And I said that thinking that the question would just go away, that he would just not ask me again, because I never thought that I would ever get that much money out of my theology brand. (laughs) I never thought something like that could happen. But we ended up talking, and actually he said that he was willing to do it. And my Mm. mind was blown. (laughs) I thought that maybe the guy was, you know, pulling – you know, he wasn't telling the truth. I thought that maybe he was trying to say he would do it, but then try to get in at a lower price. But we ended up talking. I actually had to sign a contract. And eventually, once we negotiated everything, it went down to 13,000. But still, I got more than I could ever imagine. And I had to sign a contract and everything. So I had to actually get my dad to sign with me because I'm 17. So my dad told me that if a 17-year-old signs a contract, it's not going to mean anything. So my dad had actually signed the contract with me. But it's been a crazy experience. Like, I'm super grateful to God that that happened.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I mean, that's like, that's amazing. And what young people nowadays are attracted to is um, social media. And you used it in a positive, godly way. And God just honored it. Um, I think of a verse, Proverbs sixteen one, and it says the preparations of the heart in man or the preparations of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. And we can make our own plans. God puts desires in our hearts, but the Lord gives the right answer. And when you commit your actions, when you commit your way to the Lord, your plans will succeed So that's just really awesome to see how you gave your heart to the Lord as a young person, and yet God continued to bless you because you honored him by taking something that could be seemingly hard, like understanding the Bible is hard for adults. And they're like, oh, I can't understand the Bible. It's too hard. And yet through godly counsel, and you went back to even some of those Puritan preachers, they're not easy to understand And yet you had that desire to to study and learn and grow, and God just blessed it. And he's like, I'm going to surprise you with some amazing things in your life. So that's really cool, Austin. (laughs) It'll be neat to see what you do with your next adventure in life.
1: Austin, also to know, you know, if you were to bring up um, a president that talked, you know, 100 years ago, he would be so out of date and he wouldn't you know, he wouldn't be much value, you know, he'd just be a lot of history and out of date. But isn't it amazing how that even bringing a preaching back from from the from the Puritans, there's still if it's the word of God, it's still true. It's it's still true. It still has the power to change lives. So that is amazing. And I didn't even think about the copyright. So yeah, yeah. you're you're very You're very good. <laughs> So it sounds like a lot of hard work, a lot of
3: long hours, a lot of um, research had to go into this. What would you
2: say led up to your success? I would say that from, from an early age, I was always interested in learning about the Bible. And then around the time that I was like, I want to say 11, 12 years old, I really started to watch a lot of pastors off of, I mean, YouTube. like it's funny but it's like even youtube has good pastors that you can listen to Mm -hmm. and that's really how it started i started to read or started to watch pastors i started to read commentaries from different pastors for free online i started to read theology books and that's really what led up what led up to me creating my brand that's how it started just me reading a literally reading the bible
0: cool very cool Mm -hmm. So when you gave your business venture over to someone else, was that hard to do? It's kind of like you created this baby here, you know, this baby of a deal. And then to give it over to someone else, was that hard? And how did you feel about that?
2: So when it first happened, I was super excited because I wasn't able to spend as much time on it as I liked to, because before I was able to spend much, much more time on it. But with work and school, it was just like so much. And then to do that on top of it, it was a lot. So I wasn't being as active on it as I was. So I was really excited. But I mean, also, I was kind of like kind of sad in a way Mm -hmm. because I started it and I saw it start off from zero followers, from no one looking at it to, you know, all of a sudden I have thousands of people looking at it. And it's like I watched it grow from nothing. So I was a little sad, but honestly, I feel happy about it. Because I sold it to someone that I believe will preserve the integrity of it. And I think that he'll do things that I couldn't have done. I think that he'll take it to better places. So I'm excited for it.
0: And that's really what a growth mindset is. You, you start something, you know, the seed is there and you develop it. And then the next person who comes along takes it to a new level. Um, so yeah, that's just, that's really neat. Your parents are pretty amazing. <laughs> well, and they, <laughs> they are, and they serve an amazing God, right? Why should we be surprised when incredible things happen? Because our, our God is incredible. So that's pretty awesome.
1: So awesome. What would you say to our listeners? We have many, we have listeners of all ages, um, how would you tell them to handle the different adventures that come in their life, Uh, whether it be business or educational or musical or mission or dealing with missionaries or pastors, you know, what would you, what kind of advice
2: would you give to our listeners? I would tell them, Um, I know this sounds cliche. Like I know everyone's going to say this, but honestly praying and reading your Bible, I think that it puts you in like the right mindset. It helps you to just have a better mindset to be more positive and also helps you to have a better understanding of God. And I think that when you read the Bible every day and when you're praying to God, I believe that it makes you want to work harder. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that if you work hard and you do that consistently, like you work hard, you get up every day, you're consistent about whatever you're pursuing. If you're starting a business, you work at it every day, whatever it is, you have school, completing all your homework every single day, working hard at it and being consistent, I think are two of the most important things.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's excellent.
2: And what about failures?
3: I know you've never had a failure in your life. (laughs) Um, What about failures? How have you found it helpful to confront the failures or maybe not even failures, just something that didn't quite go as you thought it should go? How did you how you
2: found it? Um, to confront those issues? I think that I've handled failure by knowing that everybody fails. And I don't think that necessarily people will remember you by your failures, but they'll remember you by your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody fails. Everybody's going to make mistakes. You just need to push past it and work hard at it. That's what I think is the most important thing. It's just like working hard on your goals because we've all failed. And sometimes I think that people don't try because they're worried they're going to fail. So instead of going out there and trying, they're just thinking I'm not going to do it perfectly. So I'm not going to try at all. And if you don't work hard, if you don't actually try, you never know what could have happened. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. You think of all the successful inventors and pastors and business people out there. Um, it was one failure after another until they finally found the right formula or the right guideline or whatever to, you know, to keep moving forward in their endeavor. So
1: what advice would you give to young people?
2: I would say to, again, like to just work hard at whatever you're doing, no matter what it is, because it all brings glory to God. I mean, even if you're just, Picking up chairs after your church service. I don't know if your guys' church does that, Mm -hmm. but even if you're just picking up chairs, work hard at it because people are going to notice. And it also sets up a good precedent to where you work hard at everything because you never know what could have happened out of something. So that's why I always recommend just working hard.
0: Those little servant like jobs that you do, God sees that. Keep up the good work. That's really awesome.
3: So along with that, you know, a lot of times we said, goals do you have any short-term goals any
2: long-term goals and how can we continue to pray for you i want to have a job that honors god and i also want a job that god wants me to do i'm not exactly sure yet what god wants me to do so i've been praying about it but to be honest i'm kind of like conflicted on what my future career will be because i love god and i love theology I obviously started the theology brand because I wanted to tell people about God. And I know that I don't have to be a pastor to tell people about God. I can do that in anything I pursue. But I also love business and I also would like love to start my own business or something like that. So if you guys could just pray for me to know what I'm supposed to do, because I'm praying too, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to do something in business or to do something in theology. I'm not exactly sure which one.
0: Maybe God will just combine that, both of those desires. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. Anything else that you wanted to add?
2: That seems to be it. I love being on the podcast. It's really fun. You guys are super nice. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Well, it was an honor to have you with us, Austin. I'm encouraged to see young people that really have a heart to serve God, because I think A lot of kids grow up in a Christian home, and they're like, graduation comes, they can hardly wait to get out and do their own thing and just throw off what they've been taught, especially spiritually or especially anything about God and the Bible. You see the importance and the value of God's Word, and you've seen it lived out in your home, and you know it's true, and so you want to continue in that path. It'd be really neat if God combined both of those desires.
2: Work hard trust god um prayer actually goes a long way because i prayed a lot Mm -hmm. when all this my business thing was taking place i prayed a ton so if you pray every day and you really trust god and you know that no matter what happens god has already preordained it to just trust him in that i think that that's super important yeah
1: why is awesome can i come at another angle Because there might be listeners who are saying, well, he's just a kid, kind of like what Saul said to David, you're just a a young trooper, you know, Um, maybe some are saying uh, he's brainwashed and he's just, you know, he's hanging on to his mom and dad's um, aprons and their faith. And he doesn't know what life is about and he's living in a bubble and, you know, there's probably people who think that because what you're saying is so it's so true, Austin. It's so, so true. But because you are young, it's so rare. And so I'm sure there are people who are very critical. And yeah, he doesn't,
2: you know, he's just a kid.
1: He's not seen the
2: world. Well, I think I I pray that I'm always like this. I pray that I always trust God. And I pray that I never lose sight of that. Mm -hmm. Because I I really believe that God has blessed me. And even if I'm not being blessed, even if my life goes downhill or anything, I'm still going to praise God. I'm still going to worship him. 20 years from now, I'll still be serving God.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm going to be praying to that end. (laughs) So, and I think you're living out Ephesians 6, 1 and 2, where it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And verse 3 says that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Whether you live to be a 100 or you live to be 20, what you are doing now, it's going to carry on to future generations, to people who are, you know, to other people who come behind. So you're honoring God by honoring your parents, and he is going to bless you. It's, It's his promise, right? Well, thanks again, Austin, for being with us. It's been a real treat to have a 17-year-old on our podcast, and we truly pray God will continue to bless your future endeavors.
2: One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. In his book of Ecclesiastes found in the Bible, Solomon talks about sorrows and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses, in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. See ya. Adios.
3: Goodbye.
0: Ciao for now.